and welcome back to Middle Ground. I'm Joe. And I'm Caroline. And uh, I keep thinking we really need to start one of these sooner than later with like an intro of who the heck we are and why people should listen. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I feel like we give no context. We're just like, start at the beginning if you want to know what this podcast is about. Mm-hmm. But people really don't need to start at the beginning. Or we could just have an intro and then say hi, like a yeah. cool intro. Yeah. We'll work on that. Yeah. That's, that's on our to-do list. Um, probably coming like six months from yeah. now, like our office. Uh, anyway, I am here in the office. Why are words not happening? I know why, but I need to stop saying that. Um, well, what was your grounding moment? Do you have yours? Um, yeah. So my first big brand deal that I've ever had is coming up and... I don't know if I can say it on here. I guess I could. I don't know. Anyways, with influencing and content creation. So I uh, am really excited about it. And I feel like all my hard work from years have finally paid off. And not that I've been like, I don't know. It's just this weird feeling of this is what I want. Mm -hmm. Like it's finally clicking. And I'm like, oh, like I quote unquote made it I haven't made it in my head but I'm like I'm doing it Mm -hmm. so it's been really rewarding and um yeah so stay tuned for a brand post on my Instagram if you're interested that's really exciting (laughs) yeah I remember whenever I did my first one I don't remember what it was though like I don't remember what my first one that I ever did was but it was fun like Mm -hmm. that's just exciting yeah um and it's fun to create imagery yeah. I think like I like that part of the job. Um my grounding moment is I got to go see my family this weekend. Oh yeah. And I like family time's been so few and far in between this year just because of trying to keep everybody safe and I have a really large um immediate family. I have two sisters and six nieces and nephews and um so we we got to go up to Omaha and see them and do the birthday party thing. My sister um, rented out a movie theater. Oh, that's fun. For the kid's birthday. And so, like, everybody could be masked and distanced and all that, and it was great. What movie? Um, Raya and the Last Dragon. Was it good? It was so good. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, it's a new kid's movie, and it was so good. We Like, Matt and I got in the car, and we're driving back to my sister's house after, and he's like... I could have cried. And I was like, I didn't because we were with our entire family. He's like, but if it would have just been you and I at the theater, I would have cried. That's so funny. It was really good. Was it cartoon? Yeah. Animated? Yeah. Cute. Um, so that was really fun. And we haven't been in a movie theater in over a year. I know. I don't and even know. That's like Matt and I's biggest date night thing. Like we go to probably two movies a month normally. Right. Um, we love going to the movies, getting popcorn. Like, that is our date night thing. And so it was nice to be back in a movie theater with popcorn. And um, they did a really good job with the theater. They had every seat. Well, obviously, it was just our family in the theater, Mm -hmm. one. Um, But they had every seat, like, taped off with a, this seat's been sanitized when this is removed, you know? like Oh, cool. So that you knew every, I mean, obviously, the whole theater had been sanitized, but... I was impressed with how they had it all put together. Um, but, I mean, that was in Omaha. I have no idea what theaters here are doing or if they're even 
I think you can rent them out here for only a hundred dollars. Why aren't we doing that? I don't know, but that's not. I don't like movies. That's why I'm not doing oh. it. <laughs> well, I don't like movie. I don't like watching movies either. I think that's the thing that's been hard for Matt is Matt loves to watch movies and TV shows, and I don't. But I like going to the movie theater. Yeah, like you like the whole experience. Yeah, I get like it, that. it's different to yeah. me than well, I'm not a big rent a movie at home. I don't know. It's just not the same to me. Right. I have a hard time focusing. So do I. But yeah, I think it's only a hundred dollars, and you can rent it out. Why am I not doing that? I don't know. Cause like I could get with like three couple friends, and we could sit in different parts of the theater, and that's like a pretty cheap date night. Right. And worth it. You're just by yourself in a movie theater. I know. And it's like out of the house. Yeah. And it's fun. Just something to think about. I don't know. And there's a movie theater in Bentonville that I've gone to, not during the pandemic, but um, you eat while mm-hmm. you watch This one the movie. was like that. I love doing that. Yeah. But I don't know if they do the $100 thing. I would assume not because it's like a restaurant. Yeah. So people will just probably socially distance throughout the movie theater. I don't really know. Don't and it's know a smaller either. theater. Yeah. They had to turn off the service buttons in the theater we were in for uh, this movie because my nieces and nephews, like, they walked in the theater. And the first thing they did was run around to every single chair and start pressing the buttons. Um, so they had to disable the buttons. <laughs> because. That's funny. And so my sister was like, you guys are going to have to get up if you want service. I'm sorry. I was like, we're not going to get up. Right. I'm going to sit and enjoy this movie. Yeah. But anyway, that was my grounding moment. It just felt like a little piece of um, normal. Right. And stuff just... And I also today... Caroline picked me up this morning from my um, little car shop because I have a tire that's leaking. And... I got out of my car to walk into the car shop. I've not done this in an entire year. I've never had this happen. And people talk about doing it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't understand how you're doing that. I left my car without my mask. Oh, really? Yeah. I walked like halfway through the parking lot. <laughs> and I saw myself in the reflection of the building before I like walked up. And I was like, oh, oh. And I had to walk all the way back to my car. That's funny because that happened to me yesterday for the first time. Really? Isn't that weird? I'm like, am I starting to... I don't know if it's the warm weather. I don't know what it is because, yeah, my boyfriend and I were going into Lowe's of all places. And I walked like halfway through and I'm like... And Chris is like, um, we're in a pandemic. And I was like, yeah, I know. And he's like, you don't have a mask on. I'm like, what? I'm like, that's never happened to me. Because I'm usually like, do you have a mask? Like I make sure everyone... I don't know. It's just Me too. weird. It was so weird. And I don't know if it's because I've gotten vaccinated, but even though I am vaccinated, I'm still going to wear a mask. But it was weird. I'm just like, oh, well, like, what is happening? What is life? <laughs> I did. I, I'm not vaccinated. And I, I did it today where I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a sign of me feeling hopeful. Yeah, I think so, too. And I'm not as rigid with like my, I'm not riddled with anxiety like I used to be with the whole pandemic I'm just like more like it's gonna be okay and hopeful like you said yeah well that leads us into today I guess yeah. um so today Caroline and I are going to talk about our year in a global pandemic it's been a year we wanted to have an episode out that kind of documented what the last year has been like for us um I I really want to talk about the guilt that I have felt for 
how hard I've perceived this year to be and how I haven't felt comfortable talking about how hard this year has been because I know how good it has been for me compared to others because I think there are probably a lot of people feeling like that and I'd love to talk about that Um, and we want to talk about the big things that we learned Um, just lessons that I think I think our generation um, the people who were young during this but on their own like anybody from 18 to 35 this is going to really shape the way that we um lead and the way that we go about things i think the rest of our lives yeah because you talk about our grandparents how they eat everything on their plate and do this and that because they lived through the depression or things like that i feel like we will be like well wash your hands or like we'll have weird habits like that from just this right i agree really weird time we've been through yeah so um, do we want to start back last March and kind of talk through? Like our year, yeah. Sure. Okay, so I remember really vividly <laughs> so do I. how all this like started because the, the conversation started in January, mm-hmm. but it was very loose and it wasn't um, really in the U- like a conversation in the U.S. And then in February, I chose to go to L.A. still. For a trip. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, because no, but it still wasn't. There were no cases in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like, people were starting to talk about it, but there weren't cases here. Right. And I think in February, I went to... We saw Post Malone in Omaha. Yep. And then I think I went to Las Vegas either in January or February. I don't remember. That but was, like, the last really normal... Like, the Post Malone concert was the last, like, big, big crowd I'd right, been around. same. That was a good time. Yeah, it was. Um, and then... I, one of the first weeks of March, was supposed to go to um, Washington State to visit my friend Jen and her baby girl with my friend Colleen. And there were three cases in the United States. And I just had a bad feeling about all of it. And Colleen and I really didn't want to cancel our trip. But we got on the phone and we were like, you know... I don't think it's a good idea. And we were flying into Seattle, which is where the cases were, oh, too. Oh, yeah, that's so true. So it was, you know, there were only three. And so we felt like we were, like, people acted like we were being so dramatic. Oh, yeah. Like, people were like, what do you mean you're canceling your trip? There are three cases, and it's a state of how many millions of people, you know? Um, but we went ahead and canceled our trip, and that made last February going to L.A. the last time I've been on a flight Mm-hmm. in over a year which is crazy because I've flown I mean we've flown together probably 10 times a year the last yeah. four to five years let alone the times Caroline and I haven't been traveling together I mean I was getting on flights twice a month yeah same um so to have an entire year not stepping foot in an airport mm-hmm. crazy but Caroline and I, I I chose to cancel that trip but you and I were still together and working and doing lots of stuff. Nobody was canceling weddings yet. And then the whole world broke down about this weekend, like this coming yeah. weekend last year. Um, and we were, are we going to have our wedding? Or are we not? And the wedding ended up canceling like the day before. And it was just like sh- shit hit the fan. Yeah, it was weird. But we, yeah, I think we've talked about this before too on, I don't know what episode, but 
Joe and I were prepared in a way. Like, we were trying to get there mentally. Obviously, we couldn't have prepared for the whole year because it was 2020. But we were definitely like, this is not going to be good. Like, this is a long... And a lot of my friends and people I knew were like, no, we'll be gone by summer. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. And they thought I was the dramatic one. Well, and we're never the dramatic ones. We're always like the really like upbeat, like it's going to be fine people. And Caroline and I were like strap in for 18 months. No, yeah. We they were, were like, like <laughs> we were like, this isn't ending until June 2021. Seriously. And everybody, like we were like minimum June 2021 is the first time we're going to feel normal. And that's like, if it goes quick and everybody around us, yeah, your mom, like, your yes. mom even thought we were, My mom. she, she caught on quickly. Yeah. But, like, when we first came, your mom was like, oh, my God, calm down. Yeah, she's like, it's going to be okay. Just deep breaths. And I'm like, no, it's not. Mm-mm. It's buckle up. I'm like, you need to be prepared like we are and mentally because it's going to be bad. And the news, like, just watching the news, there's just so Oh, I was up on, daunting. like, not the dark web, but, like, on, <laughs> on my brain, like, on the dark web. No, I don't even know how you get to the dark web. Neither do I. Um, but I was up on Reddit. <laughs> Like, reading anything, any information. Because there was no information out there. Right. So I'm, like, watching the numbers in Italy tick up. And I'm, like, oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. And then it took a while, though. I know. Like, for testing to get started and to do all of that here. And so everybody's, like, it's not that big of a deal. Because people still weren't wearing masks in June. I was the weirdo that wore a mask at the grocery store. Like, March. Yeah. Like, I got my mask in the mail from a friend and it was so cute i'm like i'm wearing this like we wore them everywhere yeah people thought we were nuts seriously we were yeah i was like one of the first at my local grocery store they're like what is this chick wearing a mask yeah that was that whole time i was so stressed then caroline called me and was like because what we i think we both thought that what was going to happen was we were going to shut down yeah fully like that everything was going to shut down for like six weeks and then it was going to be a year of mask wearing and some caution, but like things were going to remain open. Right. You know, or at least I think that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. I thought, I don't know. I kind of thought longer for some reason because my friends in Italy had been just shut down. Like they couldn't leave any, they couldn't leave their home unless they had a, um, little piece of paper like a permit thing and I was like that's gonna happen here that's gonna happen here we're gonna have to really figure out how to be stuck inside and at that time my mom was renovating her house but she had to move out and she moved into my same apartment but different like it wasn't we didn't live together but they're different unit yeah she moved into your apartment complex yes but it's they're both maybe 525 square feet they're little and maybe 600 but still little and I was like oh my god we're both in these like that's the only person I'm gonna see because we're in the same building like we can go visit each other and we're gonna be stuck in this place and I was freaking out I was like this is not gonna be good and yeah and at that same time I started dating Chris so that was a little fun for me because I'm like okay at least I have this boy like this new friend and boyfriend and you know that fun time but well I was in full panic mode because my husband Matt makes wet wipes which includes sanitizing wipes baby wipes like all these big essential items that were selling out of the stores and so 
it was Caroline calls me is like, Hey, I think I'm just going to stay in Bentonville. Like we can't see each other. Um, you know, I think that we need to be on lockdown, lockdown. And I was like, okay, I completely understood why. And I was like, okay, but I had a complete mental breakdown because Caroline was the only person I was seeing. And Matt was working 16 hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah. (laughs) Like Matt wasn't home. I was literally in my house by myself with your dogs. People are like, why is this chick learning so many TikTok dances? I'm like, well, I'm alone. (laughs) I have no wedding work. I wasn't doing any kind of content creation really at the time. Not none, but not really. Yeah. And I, I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. I know it is weird looking back and it seems so long ago. Do you feel like that? I have mixed feelings about that because it feels like it was forever ago. Like, I feel like that's a whole different Joe life. Yeah. A whole different version of myself. Like me panicking like that. I'm like, why did you freak out about being alone? You're fine. Right. I feel like I've, I feel like this year I've gotten much more okay with my one on just me time. Um, but yeah, that was a whole different person. But I also, whenever somebody, like when the calendar flipped back to March this year, I have felt like the last year didn't happen. So same. Does that make sense? Like I'm kind like, oh, March. Okay, now I've reset. Because do you remember not that long ago when you were like, yeah, and, or maybe it wasn't you. Maybe I was talking to another friend. But when you went to Arizona in October... And I was like, oh, yeah, like three months ago. And they're like, no, a year and three months ago. Yeah, that wasn't me. But, yes, we've talked about that. Yeah, like my <laughs> my brain can't process time this well, year. Yeah, same. And it's like, well, I think it's just because we haven't done much. So, like, we feel like it has been on pause. Well, and my routine got knocked on its ass. Right. Like, I was going to work out early in the morning, every morning. I would, like, I shit hit the fan (laughs) it was a whole different life truly a whole different life and I think everyone feels like that and I'm sure I love people and I think this year's been a lot more mentally taxing on me than I would like care to admit because I want to be okay on my own and I want to get by with Zoom and FaceTime, and I want to be really thankful for all the privileges that I was granted this year in terms of having multiple streams of income so that we could still pay our mortgage and we're okay, that we had a good enough year that we could decide in December to buy our dream home and renovate it. Like, we have so many good things. We're pregnant. Like, there are so many good things happening that I feel such an immense amount of guilt for admitting that I have had a hard time, but man. Yeah, I feel the same way. And even when we started the podcast, that was the worst, like that last summer, and I don't even remember it because it was so traumatizing for my mental health, but I was just like not okay. And I think it was just because of that guilt of, oh, I'm starting a podcast and my life is perfect during the pandemic and I'm doing this and I have a cute boyfriend like and I was like what the hell am I doing like who do I think I am who do I think I am to be like just living my life but then I had to come to terms with like 
it is my life. Like I am doing all the precautions. I'm wearing my mask. I hang around literally three people and it's okay to do a podcast and it's okay to make money because I need money. I don't know. It's been weird for me too. And just, I had so much anxiety over that summer, last summer, which feels like forever ago. And that feels like a different Caroline. I'm like, what was last wrong summer, with me? I feel like wasn't that, it didn't hit me. Like the immense amount of guilt didn't hit me till the holiday season this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I think that for me personally, like my life changed a ton. It's not that it was bad, but like my mom's super immunocompromised. I didn't get to see my mom for like right. a long, like there were a lot of things that I was, or my dad, and there were a lot of health issues and stuff going on during that time too um, with my mom, like a lot of really, really scary stuff. And so I, I think I didn't necessarily feel that feeling of like, oh, my life is great. Even though that's probably, I wasn't trying to project that online. I just don't share a lot of that personal stuff that goes on with my family online just because it's not mine to share. Yeah. And um, I think I was very much in the headspace of like, oh, really? Your only problem is a global pandemic to everybody else during yeah. last summer and stuff? Like I was really having a hard time. Um, but then fall and winter hit and things started to like level out a little bit. And I started to feel guilty for that same kind of, I don't know. I, I think 2021 has been harder for me. Yeah. Well, I think that's partly you being pregnant. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, probably. Probably. Because I feel like that too with you. And I feel like 2020, I'm like, finally. You were a mess in 2020. Yeah. I was, yeah. I mean, what did I say? 2020 was a mess. I don't even know that, Caroline. <laughs> but, and I would not want to be friends with her. But 2021, I feel like I'm still struggling. I still, and I think a lot of people feel like this, but I'm feeling hopeful and like on the upward swing. Like I'm like, okay, this is my life. I got to figure it out. Everyone's going through this. Like, I know everybody's getting better and I think I'm um, spiraling. <laughs> yeah. And I do feel like that, but not in a bad way. I, you weren't no. like I was in the summer. No, I'm, well, that's because I'm not 20. Yeah. <laughs> like, it it gets different as you get older. And that's the thing that I guess I would communicate in this is life comes in waves and it's not just a constant uptick that you figure stuff out and it gets better and better in ways it does. But like you can have a time where you're really good and then just back on down and you have to work your way back up. It's just part of it. Right. I know. And I couldn't imagine being pregnant now because I'm 21, but right. also because just like, the world like I but again my mental state isn't there I would not be able to raise a baby I also I think that this is a really weird thing to say because I'm sure online and through there is a sign outside our window announcing that this uh the complex that we're in is open now sorry this is a sidetrack but if you hear this noise I don't know if you guys can hear it but it's super windy today and the sign hangs down off our office window and when it's windy it like blows up and knocks into our window yeah like flaps up and goes. it's scary because then it also anyway sorry <laughs> focus is not great on this one you're fine <laughs> anyway um 
it probably doesn't feel like this if you follow me online and if you are just taking in my content. And it's not that I'm trying to hide anything. It's that same thing. It's just there are personal things that aren't mine to share online that I'm walking right now and going through right now. And uh, I've barely thought about being pregnant. Oh, really? I feel like that's what my content has really centered around because it's a easy thing that people want to hear about and are interested in that I can talk about right now. But I have been so caught up in my family and um, like where Matt and I are going career-wise, trying to figure out what is our next step, trying to get this renovation going so that we can start sharing content about it. Like I have been so focused on all these behind the scenes that I'm not sharing that I sometimes don't even identify with who I am online through my content like this year versus what I'm really going through. Oh, that's Does interesting. Does that make sense? And I'm, it's not a, it doesn't come from a, um, I'm trying to hide or project something I'm not online at all. Right. It's just like there are things I can't, normally there aren't a lot of things on my list that I can't vocalize and share about. And there, there's a lot of my life right now that I can't vocalize and share about. Yeah. Does so that- you're like, now it's this little sliver, which that is social media in general. But yeah, I feel that. And well, I felt that last year when I was posting, because I would literally post something having a full-blown anxiety panic attack. And I wouldn't like write about it. Like I'm having a panic, t-, you know, like people open up and connect through that way. And I wanted to do that, but I wasn't in the right headspace to connect with people because I didn't know how to like deal with it, mm-hmm. if that made sense. So I wasn't going to, because I thought about it and I wrote stuff like, I've had so much anxiety this week and la la la, like, I hope you guys relate. Well, and it was your first ex- like time experiencing anxiety. Yeah. So I couldn't, I wasn't even in the right headspace because I couldn't even help myself, let alone try to help others. So I was like, I'm just going to post a heart on my caption and post it. But then I felt guilty. Like I feel like I should share because that's really that connects people and makes people relate to me more, but I couldn't. And like I'm my all mental about state. transparency online. Like, and I, I think that's why I'm, I don't know. The last year has just been really weird. Um, and I guess the other thing that happened to me during the globe, the last year, this global pandemic is I went from having 20,000 followers online to almost a million across our platforms. I think we're at like 950,000 across our platforms. What? Right. What? Mm -hmm. Do you know how excited I was when I hit 100K on TikTok? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What? And now I don't even think about it. Yeah. Like, I'm off to another, you know, world again. Right. And just so much happened this year. Yeah. Truly. Yeah, I feel like that for you. I don't know. I feel like a lot of things haven't really happened. Like, my family, none of them have been affected by COVID, and I'm so grateful. And that was the biggest thing I was worried about this year, just, like, riddled with anxiety um about you know and I think everyone was and I know a lot of you maybe have had people 
affected or you've lost people in your family yeah and we're so sorry and I can't even imagine it's just it's been a hard year but I'm so grateful that all my family members are alive and I'm alive and that's it like I'm and nothing really happened like I didn't I'm not pregnant I'm not didn't buy a house It, it just pretty much mundane 2020 but I don't know I've just had this appreciation of life we had both ends because I feel like we had high highs and low lows. Like 2020, January 1, my mom was hospitalized. Like that's how 2020 started. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like day one, hey, just so you know, we're in the hospital. Like, and it went from there. Like it, 2020 did not improve from there. But we also had some really cool things that Matt and I were accomplishing as a couple along the way. And, you know, like it, my grandma, we, we lost my grandma at the end of 2020. That was really hard because none of us got to see her the entire year. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we were talking on the phone and stuff, but then she's just gone and we didn't right. get to have a funeral. We didn't get to like go up there or yeah. And celebrate her life. Didn't get to be with family. You know, it's just, there were a lot of things that were really really good and the same week my grandmother passed away we closed on the new house mm-hmm. so like it was just this really complicated of like I'm so excited for all the things that are coming while also I don't know how to cope with all the other stuff that's going on and uh, I don't know it was a crazy year like if I sit down and like document mm-hmm. things it wasn't wake up, get online, take pictures, post, story, things like that, create content. That was what I was doing in the extra time. Like, oh, I don't know. It was mm-hmm. chaotic. It's overwhelming. Yeah. I feel like your year was pretty mellow, like in terms of life events. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to say, yeah. But you also had to go through that hardest year of your life kind of thing that we were talking about a few episodes ago that I remember my life was pretty mellow that year too. And it's still, I would still consider that year harder than what this last year has been for me. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. There's this insecurity. I don't want to tell you you're insecure that you were insecure. I hate to like, (laughs) but for me, that's how I grasp it is I, for me personally, that worst year there was this sense of insecurity and unknown of who I wanted to be or who I was. And insecurity, even if you're going through very mundane life actions, is hard. Yeah. And then when things get really hard, if you're secure, it's not that things aren't hard. It's just different. Yeah, you're mentally stable enough to yes. grasp it and live through it in a way. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just been hard for everyone. But I don't know. And with the brand deal that I just got, I finally feel like, holy shit, this is what I want to do. And last year I was just like falling. Like, do I want to do photography? Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? And I was just like, I don't fucking know what's happening. I like, was trying so hard to help you too. Yeah. And it was just like, and I felt guilty for working. And I don't know why. I was just like, I. 
I felt like undeserving to have a job because everyone else was struggling. Well, and kind of thing. A lockbox. So she wasn't like divulging any of this information. I just was like, that's what I would be stressed about. So I was like, here are all these opportunities. Like, but you weren't, you were like, I don't need them. I'm fine. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I feel like you might. Yeah, I feel like you're not fine, but all right. But you were in such a spot that you weren't ready to. No, I was like frozen. And I've never felt like that in my life. I was just like completely frozen. And when I'm like that, I project, not necessarily on like my friends and stuff like you, but to my family, I was very black and white, and that's not who I am. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who is this person that's not me? Because I'm like mm-hmm. the fun and the adventurous. I'm still a lockbox, but I like to do stuff, and I let people be well, who they want to be. It's not that you never be. share. It's just when you stress, you become even more of a yeah, lockbox. Yeah, I'm just like pause. Like, I need to figure this out on my own, and I need to tackle this. And I think I'm, that's where I am right now, though. Yeah, I feel like that too. Like, I, y'all, I'm not okay. (laughs) You know, I mean, I am. I don't want anybody to worry about me. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm feeling hopeful. I am, and I have things I'm positive about. But I I think being pregnant's been a huge part of it. I am normally very, um, take criticism well, like, I'm like, come at me. Let's talk about it. Let me learn from it. Right. And I'm very much like, I always want to be doing better, being better. I'm like, let's let's learn. Let's, you know. And I cannot get there right now. And I feel that feeling of like, I feel frozen. Yeah, just like paused. Like, just totally, you don't know what to do. And there's so much you could do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, like I'm literally frozen. Well, and... There's this feeling of, like, I'm going to thaw out eventually. But, like, time, the way time's going by, like, I'll read an email. I'm like, okay, I'll get back to that tomorrow. And then three weeks go by. (laughs) And I've never been that person in my life. Right. I text you back immediately. I email back immediately. "Mm -mm, Not the last six months. You haven't gotten an email back from me, a DM back from me. Sorry. My capacity for like communicating for the first time ever in my entire life is like a zero. I, I, I think I freaked out on my mom last night. I don't know. She acted normal this morning when I talked to her. I intended to call and apologize, but we didn't get to it because she had some stuff going on, but, um, I'm going to call her when we're done recording. Because she texted me asking for a link to my baby registry last night. And I was like, uh, why? Like, what's going on? Because she was the fourth or fifth person that I had an unread text from yesterday asking me for my baby registry link. And I just lost it. Right. I don't know why. How hard is it to look up a link to your baby registry and just send it to the very kind humans that want to buy you stuff (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that like but it was something about the like my registry is not done yet which is fine and I think I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself to figure out what brands I think I want to like work with and talk with um and not putting those things on my registry so that people aren't buying me things that I don't 
And normally I wouldn't be worried about that at all. And I'm so in my head. And I, I called my mom though. I was like, what? Why do you need it? She's like, mm, what? what? On? I'm like, well, you're like the fourth person. What do you guys, are you guys having a meeting about something not telling me? Right. <laughs> I didn't say that, but she's like, no, that's really ironic. Like she played it off and was like, that's funny. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I would never. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. Like Matt came in and he was like, what were you so ticked off about? And I was like, nothing. It was nothing. <laughs> there, it was nothing that provided any kind of response like that at all. Right. So anyway. Yeah, it is wild. Global pandemic's not been so good for Joe. Well, and it's weird because, yeah, like you were saying, you don't really think of yourself as pregnant. I don't think of you as pregnant. No, it hasn't even like, crossed my mind. Like you walk in, because even yesterday when you came and picked up the dogs, I was like, oh yeah, there's a, she has a bump. Like I even had that thought process like, oh yeah, she's growing a human. Like I don't remember. Because it's not part of the conversation. Yeah. At all. Not that we're not like preparing or that we're. But yeah, you're excited. It's not that I'm she's not excited. super excited. <laughs> wildly excited. But there's so much on my plate. She's a paused. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's so much other stuff on my plate. I don't have time to be excited about it. Yeah. And that's my own mental hurdle. That's not a um, other people. A fact. Pro- no, yeah, yeah. It's not a fact. It's a me problem. But, wow. Okay. We just went way off <laughs> into a whole other. What did we learn? Um, I learned. <laughs> Let me look. I, I think the biggest thing that I've learned this year and the biggest thing I'm thankful for that I want to lead with is how important financial planning is and saving money. Mm-hmm. I agree because I am young and I didn't prepare for a pandemic. Um, Which you really didn't have time to prepare. Right, I was young. Like, so, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, if this happens in 10 years, I need to save money. Like I, right. And it's made, there's like a now fire under my ass of like, just save your money. You don't need to buy shit that you don't need. Well, and that's that's for me is I've always been a really aggressive saver. And I've, I've questioned myself so much with it because it's like nothing ever happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people are like, well, you, you could get a new, a different car. Or like, you could do these things. That you, and I'm like, no, I can't. What if? What, what if? What if? Right. And um, I've been really good about saving. And whenever things happened in March and all the events got canceled, being able to breathe and know that our mortgage was still paid and that we were going to be good because we'd saved really well and worked really hard to do that. And not that the people who didn't do that are like wrong or bad. Like if, if you found yourself in a spot where you were paycheck to paycheck and then the pandemic hit, like you're not wrong or evil or (laughs) bad or a failure. But now that you know what you know, maybe moving forward, you know, listening to the episode from last week or three weeks ago where we're talking about financial planning a little bit more and um, really diving deep into saving, even if it's just a little bit, because it can ease stress so much. Mm Mm-hmm. been trying to get Caroline on this for a while and I think we're making progress yeah I think we're 
we're doing it. Did you download Acorns? Yeah, I have Acorns. Okay. Yeah. She's growing my account. Good. <laughs> but yeah, it's just you have to save money and I mean you don't have to, but I would advise everyone to save money because I think I'm confident to say you have to. Yeah. I hate doing things like that because I think everybody should walk their own path and you should decide from you. And my opinion is irrelevant if you don't want to take it. But I think everybody should if they are capable or able or I don't know what word that would be. Yeah. Just if you have the means to stash even $5 a week, do it. Even a quarter. Right. I know that seems like I I sound crazy. Or like a piggy bank. Yeah. (laughs) Save all your... My piggy bank? A vibe. Mm -hmm. I did a thing one year um, where I saved... I like did my budget in cash. So I would get out what I had that week. I did not do this for an entire year. It was like a summer. Um, But I continued this tradition on. I still do this. I would um, get... That doesn't make sense. I still do the $5 bill trick that I'm about to explain. I don't get things out in cash anymore. Okay. But my weekly budget, I would get out in cash and then only spend cash. Oh, smart. Yeah. Um, for eating out, entertainment. Um, groceries. Groceries. Yeah. All that kind of gas. All that kind of stuff. And um, anytime I got a $5 bill back, I didn't let myself spend $5 bills. Oh. And so if I got a $5 bill, it went into the piggy bank. And at the end of the summer, I had like 400 bucks or something right. like that that I had saved because you get quite a few, five, not a ton, but you get quite a few $5 bills back. And it was like a good way of like, this goes in my piggy bank. Yeah. Yeah. And smart. so I still do that though. Like if I have cash and I'm spending it and there's actually, I think in my wallet right now, a $5 bill that needs to go in my piggy bank. Oh, cute. I don't put them in my piggy bank anymore. <laughs> I, I keep them in a thing that I take to the bank, but um, but I, anytime I have a $5 bill, I put it in my bank account. Yeah. Just make it fun. Start saving. Speaking of banking, we're really excited to share with you guys today one of our friends, Signature Bank of Arkansas. It's a local bank founded here in Fayetteville in Northwest Arkansas, right where Caroline and I live. And instead of focusing on a branch on every single corner, they put one branch in each city and focus a lot of effort into making it easier to bank over the phone or in their app. They have a signature to go available app in the app store and Google play. And if you want to check them out, you can look at our show notes for more information. We love signature bank. Okay. Other things that we learned. One, one, one guys. It's one 11, 11, not 11, 11, one, 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 one. yeah. One 11. Mm -hmm. Um, this year has taught me to slow down and to appreciate because my personality very much escapes, not life, like in, I don't even know how to explain it, even to this day, but my personality is so... Busy is better. Yeah, and like having adventures and having stuff out of your ordinary life is better. And I've really had to learn that it's not, because I had to, because I couldn't hop on a plane and go do stuff like everyone else. But yeah, I just, I feel so grateful to have learned that just to slow down and it's okay to do quote unquote mundane things. I agree. I don't even know how to explain. I hope I explained that well. Cause I think like, you did. Well, just to give a little background, like growing up, 
I had the privilege to travel and to go out of the country and to do that. And I really wanted to run with that. I wanted to see the world as much as I could, especially before I have kids. Um, Not that the kids can't come, but, you know, have my me time traveling. That's why I moved to Italy. That's why I chose all those decisions. And then after I moved to Italy, I was on a plane, like, two times a, like, a trip, two times a month, just going either for work or for fun, whatever it was. I was going, 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 going. And then March hit, I was like, I don't even know how to stay still. Like, I didn't know how to do that. And I know that sounds probably crazy to some people, like, what? How do you not know? But I just didn't. I didn't know how to stay still and be, and I'm totally, it's not that I'm not fine by myself because I'm an introvert. So I'm totally fine on my own. It's the weirdest thing. But it's learning to find joy in brushing your teeth. Yeah. And and drinking your tea and whatever it is. Right. Because that's what I had to do. It's that, we've talked about it on here a little bit, morning routines and those nighttime routines and learning that there is beauty and simplicity well it's like life is there are big events in life there just are you know and we talked about this a lot where you know you graduate high school that's really fun you have prom that's a big deal we talk about it um you have your first apartment you have falling in love you have getting engaged married finding out you're pregnant with your first kid like there are all these really big life events but if you live life leading up waiting for the next big event each time instead of learning to enjoy the mundane things that are in between you end up living kind of a sad life because those events make up such a small portion and that mundane waking up enjoying like for me it's waking up having my tea in the morning and my quiet time without my phone brushing my teeth and you know getting ready picking out an outfit Learning to enjoy that routine every day, I think it's crucial to feel fulfilled and happy overall. Yeah, because you're not, I totally agree, and I've definitely learned this this year, this past year, but you have to, I don't know, I just feel like it's so important, like you were saying, and stop waiting for like, oh, I'll be happy when I go on that vacation or when I go back to Italy. Like, yeah, I was happy when I went back for Italy, on that trip, not when I lived there. But I was still like, why did I do that? It didn't fix what's broken. Right. Like, and I was escaping. Like, it was like I had to escape my hometown to figure myself out. And it worked a little bit. Like, I'm grateful I had the opportunity to see all the places I've seen, do all the things I've done. But, yeah, at the end of the day, it's the beauty is in the little things. Like, driving your car with the windows down and... Just appreciating life and not waiting because you're going to die and you could die tomorrow. And it's sad. It's a sad life if you're just waiting for your 21st birthday or waiting for. Not that it's not okay to be excited for those things. Yeah. But I've never put a lot of weight. And I think that's part of why I don't have a ton of weight into pregnancy. I think I kind of have that outlook on life. It's like. I don't think the day baby's born, I think my whole life's going to be changed. I do. But not in the way of the way people get, you know, hyped up for it. I'm looking forward to what are the new daily routines we're going to make? What 
what little things are going to be so much better because of this next adventure. Right. I don't know. The other thing I was going to say that I learned, and I don't know if everybody's learned this because I feel like on the internet, things are at an all-time low, but I feel like I've given other people a lot more grace this year. I agree. Like a lot. Like a lot of space. Mm Mm-hmm to screw up and take time and be who they want to be because I have realized this year how very little I know about anyone around me's life. I see Caroline most days and we spend a ton of time together and I still will never even begin to understand her perspective. I'm married to Matt. Mm -hmm. We're together constantly. I will never begin to understand his perspective. And I've gotten a lot better at accepting that and giving grace to that instead of trying to fill in the blanks myself. Yeah, I like that. And I I have had the same thing. And I was telling Joe before we started this, I feel like I was really selfish. And I think that's just a part of being young also. like you And human. Right. Like you, I don't know. And... I'm still selfish. Like, I still love myself, and I still put myself first in a lot of circumstances. But I don't know. When I was younger, and even last year, I just felt like, oh, like, this is my world, and I can do whatever I want, which I still can. Like, it is my world. But I realize, like, it's everyone's world also, and everyone makes mistakes. And I don't know. My empathy for others has just like skyrocketed like Mm -hmm. I am so empathetic with just the littlest things and I'm just like what is happening I've never really been like that I've always been empathetic but I've always been a lockbox like we've talked about so I couldn't really voice that but now I'm like oh my god like even if Chris tells me like the littlest things I'm like don't tell me that like it really affects my mood because I'm not as selfish. Like, I usually was like, oh, I don't care about them. Like, at least I'm okay. Like, that kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not like that. I'm like, is, no one's okay. Like, how do I help? Like, Matt's had to take a chill pill this year because Matt is very, um, like, angry. Like, his personality's that sounds like he, like, gets mad. He's not mad at me. But, like, he he's an Enneagram 9, which, like their root of things is that they're angry and they don't share. And so like, if something's not going as planned, he tends to not get angry at me, but get angry. Like, and he'll be like, Oh shit. And yeah, like, like really frustrated. Yeah. And not like he'll turn to me and be totally nice to me, but you can. And I feel that like, I feel the, whatever he's frustrated about. Um, And he's had to like really focus on it while I've been pregnant because I have like, I can have a full mental breakdown of Matt being frustrated. The drills not charged. He's not said anything to me. Like it has nothing to do with me. He's being perfectly nice to me, but he'll be frustrated with the drill. And I am empathetic for the drill. Right. That's how I am. And I'm not even (laughs) pregnant. I'm like, what is happening? And Matt's like, dude, and I'm like, I just, anybody putting out any kind of frustration, I like internalize it. Right. Yeah. I've just learned a lot about myself 
really. And I've just I think so grown. Too. Like, and I've just learned because I used to think I was just really tough person because I didn't share my feelings and and I'm learning. I'm like, I'm not really that tough. I'll never forget. I feel like this is the perfect time to bring this up. Okay, I'm scared. Caroline last year. I don't know if you remember saying this because you may have blacked it out. And this is a perfect example of what you just said. Looks at me at one point and was like, well, you need me. I don't really need you. And she didn't say it wasn't. (laughs) That sounds really the way I said it. It's bad. That's how you said it. But you didn't mean we weren't fighting. Oh, was it about because... Like, I can be alone because I'm introverted? No, it was about work. You were talking about, like, your career. Oh. It wasn't... This was in March. It was right before you, like, headed out out. for... um, And you looked at me and you were like, well, like, you need me. Whereas, like, I don't need you. And um, it didn't hurt my feelings. Like, Caroline and I very much are very honest and have conversations with each other like that and understand that... Perspective. Perspective. and And it evolves and it changes. But I like I wasn't mad or anything. But I remember after you left, Matt came home and I told him that it happened. And uh, Matt started laughing and he said, "You know, Caroline's like a melted M M&M. and M. <laughs> He's like she really thinks that, you know, she's really tough yeah. and like this like hard personality." And he said, "And he she can come across that way on the exterior. He's like she's cool, like great fashion taste, like right. kind of like edgy." He's like, "But if you know her at all, he was like." that is melted. Yeah. <laughs> Those insides are melted. Right. That's very true. And he was like, which is funny. He said for her to say that to you, he said, because everybody thinks you're melted. Like people perceive me as like very sweet and very mm-hmm. like, I know we're the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like my exterior <laughs> people are like, Oh, she's sweet, you know, and night. Not yeah. that I'm not nice. I am. But like, I'm not melted. Right. I, which that's but what what I'm explaining is weird about pregnancy is I have been more of that like sensitive, but I'm normally like, yeah, say whatever you want to me. Yeah. Like I'm very, and so, but I, I'll never forget you saying that because Matt and I had that conversation and Matt was like, she'll realize eventually that like, it's okay to be a melted M&M, but yeah. that's what he called you. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, she's it like is a okay. melted M&M. <laughs> right. And it's okay to be the opposite. Yeah, it is weird. It's weird how people. But I love to see you like understanding that about yourself yeah i know because nobody could tell you that because if you want to be a badass on the outside no one can look at you and be like "Mm, are you really you know right and i weren't gonna we were gonna be like yeah you're a badass (laughs) like we were gonna encourage you to be whatever you thought and wanted yeah i don't know it's just and i think i've learned a lot about people as well because i've dove so that's a melted m&m yeah he is that's probably why he can see through you yeah my little team of melted i think a lot of people are yeah. I mean, there it's both ways, but yeah, it's just so, I've learned a lot about people, just how they function and because you had to, we just got stripped from everything. So it's their raw human inside, just like trying to figure it out. You were just melted. Yeah. We were all just like puddles of M&Ms. Yeah. But yeah, it's so interesting. It's just been an interesting year. Yeah, I'll never forget that. You were you were on one. Yeah, probably. You need me. <laughs> yeah. We need each other. But I, but I need you too. Yeah. So you weren't wrong. Yeah. But I remember when you said it, I was like, you don't need me? Yeah. You don't need me? <laughs> I didn't say that. But 
Oh, funny. Do we have a Q&A this week? Um, I feel like we've hit our pandemic. We've hit our three things that, if you missed it, we learned about saving, being like the world's best thing ever, and being financially prepared, being like something that eases stress. We talked about learning to slow down. And then the third thing we talked about was giving more grace to people. Yeah. Which Um, was a big one. Someone asked how do we deal with anxiety and stress? And I think it's a good one because it is a good one. I felt a lot of that during this year, especially. Um, and I've kind of conquered it. Not really. Like I still have anxiety flare ups here and there, but you have the right tools. now. Yeah. Like my toolbox is full and I can grab from them, but I don't, I feel weird giving advice because I'm so new to anxiety also at the same time. And everyone's different. I go to therapy, and I haven't been in therapy because of the pandemic, and I keep putting it off, and I have definitely the last two months been at a point where I'm like, I need to go back and talk with someone um, because I am so jumbled in my brain with the things that are going on, and I'm so reactive. I'm not normally a very reactive person. I normally take the time to like respond, but I told you about the baby shower text. Right. Clearly, I'm reactive. Um, and I, I think therapy's an incredible thing. Yeah. And I think that literally everybody at some point in their life should go and talk to someone. And I think that even if you've filled your toolbox with tools that are helping, it will help you maintain those tools and it will help you learn new ways to use those tools and things like that. Um, So I would say talking to someone is number one on my list. Um, Number two on my list is put away your electronics. Yeah. And not kind of. Like if you're experiencing a lot of anxiety, I don't care if it's because you're waiting on a call or you're whatever, put it all away, even if it's only for 10 minutes, and go on a walk, get outside, or play some music on your record player, go hug a tree. I literally... I, the amount of trees I've hugged in 2020 is outrageous because, why? because I was such, I was struggling so much and my neighbor Reed, he's literally an angel. He's like my guru. We talk about angels and all this stuff. And I was telling him like, I'm not okay. I'm not well. And he was like giving me all these tips and he said, go hug a tree. And I was like. Mm, why would I do that? And he's like, do it. Just And he's like, don't make it weird. Just hug a tree. Like, it will give you energy because the tree's, like, rooted. And it's just, like, nice to hug a tree. And you'll get that energy. We should go to the new house and hug all the trees. You should. And because it benefits both you guys, the tree and you. Which makes sense yeah. to me as plant human. Right. So I – and I would take Chris because Chris is struggling, too. He has anxiety. And – we would just go to parks and like hug as many trees as we could because I and take our shoes off and like feel the ground with our that. feet. <laughs> because that's another tip. Just like feel the earth and like really rooted. Yeah, be grounded. Well, we we experience everything through a screen right now. So to take the time to just be and actually grasp reality. Yeah. Cause Instagram, TikTok, that's not reality. Go play mermaids. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're 100. Go
go play mermaids. Right. And I think about that with us. Like, when we go visit places, we're not trying to keep our hair perfect. We're not trying yeah. to, like, we're, we're going to have a, a good time. Yeah, an experience. But, yeah, I just, anxiety's hard. And if you're really, really, really struggling, talk to someone. Talk to someone. There's a lot of good internet therapy at this point, I think, too, because a lot of people had to move to digital um, or, like, online and so I think there's a lot of accessibility there now. And I think insurance covers some, um, like, uh, what am I? Uh, Digital is the only word coming to my mind. And that's Online. not what I'm, Yeah. Know. There's another word for it. Anyway, um, they cover a lot of those options. Virtual is yeah, what I was looking for. <laughs> I didn't um, get there either. I, I think like, uh, uh, some insurance covers virtual options now, too, especially with COVID. But even call around locally. Um See what you can find because I think that that is endlessly beneficial and worth every second. Right. And also just know that you're not alone. Like everyone has struggles. Everyone panics about whatever, even if you don't panic about the same things. Um, Humans are meant to worry, kind of. They're meant to protect themselves. Right, it's a survival instinct. Yeah, so don't think anything's wrong with you. Because I thought that in 2020, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to think like this the rest of my life. Like, this is horrible. I'll never forget your first panic attack. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I am not okay. Yeah, I was bad. But yeah, also just be by yourself. Like, I had to really figure out my boundaries of, like, I can't hang around people for, like, maybe three days max like a lot of people and I thought I always could like I could push through it and you know figure it out but like I my me personally I can't I have well, to have and you time. had to admit that to yourself yeah because I can't tell you for how long we would be doing something for three days and I'd be like Caroline you need a day off and Caroline be like no I'm fine and she would just show up drained dra- and it would piss me you remember how mad yeah. that would make me. It would make me so mad because I am somebody who I'm like, I don't care if you need a day to yourself. You should take that. Like you need to lay down the proper lines in your life and figure out how you recharge and take care of yourself, but do not show up with a bad attitude around me. Yeah. And project it on her or I, others. Anyone. That's like one of my hard lines. Yeah. I'm like, if you have a bad attitude, I mean, if you have a bad attitude because of something that you're frustrated with me about, that's different because mm-hmm. we need to talk. But if you just are having a bad day and you are, like, projecting that onto me with an attitude. Yeah. See you at the door. I lo- <laughs> I'm like, go away. Yeah. Go home. That's true. Recharge. It makes me – not just you. That's with anybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, that is true. But even, like, my friend came uh, two weekends ago. And I've gotten better. Like, I realized – I don't know. It's weird. But – so she came for three days, and at when she left on Sunday, I was so drained. And I love her. It's not that I don't like people. It's just my social battery runs out way faster than... Well, and you did a lot of stuff. Yeah. Especially after a year of not doing much. Yes. And so we, I showed around town, did all things, and Sunday came around, and I was just, like, fried. Like, I'm like... And we I, were supposed to shoot on Monday. Yeah, and I was, and I was even, like... Because I know Joe doesn't like me when I'm drained. So I was like, okay, I need to just like go to bed like at 5 p.m. and figure it out. 
And then we canceled the next day. I'm like, yeah, I texted her because I had my uh, gestational diabetes test in the morning. And so they load you up on all that sugar. And I was like, I don't feel great. Yeah, I don't want to do this. And Caroline was like, well, that's good because I'm out of it. And I was like, you should have just told me. Yeah, that. I'm like, that's perfectly fine because I'm totally drained from this weekend. Yeah. But I've gotten better. Like, I don't need as much time resting. You're also better that, like, if you would have showed up on Monday, you would have said to me at the start, hey, I'm wiped out still from this weekend. I'm not 100. And you wouldn't have been projecting it as much. Yeah. You would have just been feeling it. Yes, that is very true. It's all learning. Yeah. You have to learn about yourself, figure out what your lines are. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is hard. I, therapy, that's my number one mm-hmm. to that question. So Sit by yourself alone. Just try to clear your mind. I think of my thoughts of a, as a um, dry erase board sometimes. Like if I'm really, like really spiraling down words and it's like I'm thinking of like what if, what if, what if. You know, and I think of it as a dry erase board and someone goes up and just clears that, like completely erases the dry erase board so it's blank. And I do that over and over and over until I'm like, okay, I'm only thinking about this now or two things or whatever it is. So you really have to learn about yourself and do what's best for you. And yeah. Where can they find you on Instagram, Caroline? They can find me at Caroline Selty on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find me, Joe, at Joe Johnson Overby on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, all the things. And you can find our podcast, which is one of my favorite Instagram accounts. Caroline runs it and kills it. And it is at Middle Ground Podcast. And you can also email us, hello at middlegroundpodcast.co. We have a bonus episode at the end of each month, which should be coming on Thursday. Um, that is a Q&A advice style column. So if you ever want advice or for us to talk something that you're going through, um, write us topic requests, uh, ask us questions. We do a Q&A at the end of every single episode as well. So email us, hello at middlegroundpodcast.co. We love you guys. We hope that you're having a great week and we're feeling hopeful. A year in a pandemic, but yeah, hopeful. Yeah, we made it. You're alive and that's all that matters. <laughs> yep. We love you guys.